welcome to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast with your host, Brian Briscoe. In this podcast, we bring some of the top professionals in the apartment investing field to discuss various aspects of the apartment investing journey with the sole purpose of educating listeners to make wise investment decisions. The Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast is sponsored by Four Oaks Capital, bringing you high yield returns through apartment complex investing. This is episode number 34 and part of our multifamily brief series. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about assembling a winning team. I've said many times before, as an apartment investor, I'm constantly looking for three things. Apartments to purchase that will make a solid return for our investors, people looking to invest in apartments, and other professionals that can help us take our business to the next level. Now, let's state that in simpler terms. As an apartment investor, you should always be looking for three things, deals, money, and a team. Now, obviously, without money, you can't purchase even the best of deals. Some people will say that if you have a good deal, the money will come. I don't think that's necessarily true. You still need to be able to get that deal in front of enough people to get the money to start rolling in. Now, the opposite also holds true. You can have access to a lot of money or a lot of people with a lot of money, but if you don't have the right deal or the right team, well, you get the point. Now, as far as deals go, I I think apartment investors need to have a well-defined criteria. You know, and ours is something like this. Now, it's quite a bit more detailed, but just to give you the wave tops, we're looking for B and C class assets that can support on-site management and have a value-add component in the Southeast United States of America, primarily in select cities in North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia. Now, as far as money, we are looking for people who want to make double-digit returns on their multifamily investment over a three to five-year period. Now for the team. Now this is definitely a team sport. So let's go over some of the team members you're going to need to have on your side to be successful in this business. Now, first up is your business partner. Now I put this first because I think it's that important. Now, not everybody is going to be good at all aspects of the business. You know, some people are really good at numbers and spreadsheets. They can look at a sea of numbers and spot patterns or anomalies. They can analyze trends and make accurate comparisons between adjacent properties. They can peek behind the curtain using just a T12 and a rent roll. Now, others are people people. All right. In many ways, this is a relationship business. Okay. These type of people can stay in constant contact with brokers. They're naturally likable and can talk comfortably with potential investors. They can build bridges through relationships. Now, I'm generalizing personality types here, but it's usually a good idea to have both a left and a right brain dominant person on your team. You have to run the numbers and you have to build relationships. So if you're naturally good at one, I think you'd be best served by finding somebody who complements your personality and your skill sets to work with you. And oh, by the way, there is a lot of work required and many hands make light work. Now, the second individual I would recommend you put on your team is the property manager. Now, in my opinion, the property manager is the absolute key to a successful asset management once you've closed on your first deal. Your property manager is going to handle the day-to-day management of the property And you're going to assume the role of managing the manager. Now, they're going to market the property, turn leads into signed leases and residents. They're going to manage the repairs, maintenance, renovations, and other expenses. They're going to collect rents and the fees and pay the bills. And a good property manager will maximize your NOI by maintaining the property, attracting good tenants, and executing your business plan. Now, of course, before you can find a good property manager, you have to narrow your focus down to a specific market. For more on that subject, you can revisit episodes 20 and 22. Now, when looking for a good property manager, here are a few tips. Make sure they're specialists in the type of apartment complex you're looking for. They should manage other properties that are the same size, asset class, and location. 
And if you're doing a heavy lift project, they should be experienced in managing renovations. They need to have the systems in place to make the management of your property effective and efficient. For example, they should have established procedures for handling leads, maintenance requests, leasing, and basically all other areas of management. Now, next person that's crucial to your team is a general contractor. Now, a good general contractor is going to get the, done, get the work done right the first time. And you'll get the work done on a budget and won't bid low and upsell you later. Now, if you're not familiar with contractors in your area, leverage your property manager. They've likely worked with many before, and they can give you honest opinion on who would be the better choice. And something else a general contractor can help you do is to help estimate your renovation costs during your analysis and during your due diligence. They can also walk the property with you to help you perform the physical inspections on the property itself. And while they're on the property, they can help you refine your estimates for your renovation costs and provide you new estimates on any other work that may need to take place. Now, even if your PM does recommend them, I'd advise doing a little research of your own, especially if one company is going to be doing a significant amount of work on the property. And for properties with heavy renovation projects, your contractor can also make or break you. Now, next in line, and number four on our list, is the capital advisor. For more on what a capital advisor does, including when and how to engage, please check out episode number 25 with Scott Williams from Align Capital. The capital advisor will help you get the loan, which is going to be roughly 75% of the purchase price. I'd recommend finding one that's familiar with your market. Some will place capital nationwide, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but we've benefited from having a capital advisor that has intimate knowledge of the areas that we're looking in. Now make sure you find one that understands your business plan and your long-term objectives. Since we have three episodes dedicated to capital advisors, I won't go into too much more detail here, but you absolutely need one on your team. And number five on the list is an SEC attorney. And once again, for more on what an SEC attorney will do for you, you can check out episode 30 with Dugan Kelly from Kelly Clark Law Firm. Now, my recommendation is to get a full-service attorney that can be by your side from LOI to closing and beyond. They can help with contracting, legal compliance, um, and entity formation. They'll draft a private placement memorandum, operating agreement, and file the regulatory documents with both the Fed and the state. They'll also advise you on what you can and can't do to raise capital in order to keep yourself within the SEC regulations. Now, number six on the list is a title agent or attorney. Depending on what state you're in, you actually may have to find an attorney to do this for you. Now, these are minor role players, but they definitely need to be a trusted individual. And we have now used the same title attorney for several of our closings in the state of South Carolina. They handle the closing and make sure the property is properly transferred from one party to another. They also provide insurance on the title so that if a lien or other encumbrance pops up, you will be covered. Engage a title professional early on after the, the purchase and sale agreement is executed so they can begin their title search immediately. Now, number seven on the list is the insurance rep. Now, insurance brokers will have access to numerous carriers that will insure various aspects of your business and properties. Now, just like capital advisors, it's wise to have an insurance company or rep representative that is regionally focused. Now, a lender will typically have minimum insurance requirements, so get your insurance broker working on quoting policies as soon as you have the lender's criteria. And it's also important to have an insurance representative give you a holistic look over all of your assets and be able to advise you properly. Now, number eight on our list today is your CPA or your Certified Public Accountant. You're going to need somebody to file your taxes and prepare the tax statements for your investors but any trained professional can do this. 
What you're looking for is somebody that can advise you on what is best for you and your business from a tax standpoint. How to structure things so that you pay the lowest amount that's legally allowed for your taxes. Following them, number nine on the list is a bookkeeper. Now, your CPA will thank you, just like our CPA thanked us for getting a bookkeeper. Now, your bookkeeper is going to keep track of your pennies and dollars, produce monthly statements that will take your PM reports to the next level. Make sure you have a bookkeeper that's timely and accurate and can produce the reports that your CPA is going to need to file your taxes. And number 10 on the list is a cost segregation analyst or a company who can do cost segregation analysis. Now talk with your CPA on whether or not you'll need this service. Most likely the answer is going to be yes, but this can cost, you know, five to $10,000 per property. So may not make a lot of sense for smaller properties. Now, this is not an exhaustive list, nor is it intended to be an exhaustive list, but because I want to keep these episodes to approximately 10 minutes, that's about as much detail as I can go into on each one of these. So, you know, from top to bottom, here are the 10 professionals I think you need to have to make your team. Number one, a good business partner. Number two, a property manager. Number three, a general contractor. Number four, a capital advisor. Number five, an SEC attorney. Number six, a title agent or attorney. Number seven, an insurance rep. Number eight, a CPA. Number nine, a bookkeeper. And number 10, somebody who can do a cost segregation analysis. Now, make sure you hit that subscribe button because two days from now on Wednesday, we're going to drop the next Ask the Expert episode with experienced investor Chris Palmerloo and aspiring investor Cyrus Sassuni. You don't want to miss that one. And we'll see you next time. Hey, everybody, before we go today, I just wanted to bring your attention to a free ebook that we have on our website available to everybody. The website is fouroakscapital.com. And what this free ebook is, is it's a comparison between investing in multifamily and investing in the stock market. You know, it shows you actual returns had you put $100,000 into the stock market 20 years ago compared to the typical multifamily syndication investment. And you know, I'm not going to give away the, the punchline here, but you're going to be surprised at the results. Uh, ever wonder how to explain this to other people who are on the fence on investing, or if you're on the fence on investing yourself, okay, this is the, the perfect ebook for you. It should be right at the top when you go to the website, you know, it download it, it's free, look it over, share it with your friends. Anyway, that's it for today. And I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you for listening to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast today, brought to you by Four Oaks Capital. If you'd like to know more about how to invest in apartment buildings or want to be a guest in our show, visit our website at fouroakscapital.com slash podcast or email us directly. If you're still listening, you obviously like the show, so pull out your phone, tap subscribe, and leave us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast app. And we'll see you again next week.